Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm The Preacher. My name's name's Trevor. I'm The Piano Man. Whoa. Trevor, are you okay? No, I, uh... I booked a croupon to do a, a cruise, but it turns out it was just a, a ten-man boat, and a, I am I'm not good with boats. And you have to be careful with... Oh. Be careful with those those groupons, man. Oh, I, I feel a little bit better after that. Uh, well, anyway, today on the podcast, I think I have time for it now. Uh, Tyler, you're going to be telling us a Bible story, and I'm going to ask some questions, and at the end... I'm going to write a song based on what we talk about. Your songs have been great, man. I can't wait to hear today's. Um, And uh, today's episode is actually on something really special. One of the most important verses in the Bible, Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Abraham and the greatest promise ever, ever, that basically the rest of the Bible is about, and it'll save us from all of our sins. And no, it wasn't a pinky promise, promise, promise. Let's do it. Hit the theme song. down those yummy goldfish because guess what we granted your wish you get to hear from your bucket list it's the preacher and the piano man fun and now go hand in hand and this time it will be grand it's the preacher and the piano man okay so our vocab word of the day is covenant covenant um, and a covenant is is really just a promise. Specifically in the Bible, it's a promise from God that you can count on no matter what. Now, uh, Trevor, I got a question for you. Uh, what is the greatest promise anyone has ever made for you? And did they keep it? Okay, so I one time was in the drive-thru of McDonald's. And I, let me tell you, I hate onions. Not a fan. Not mm. a fan. And I, they always dice up those onions real fine. And I ordered a hamburger. And I said, on one stipulation, no onions. And they promised me. They wow. said, we can do that for you. And then, you know, cut to two minutes later, I've got the food in my hand and I take a bite. And I don't like McDonald's because of that to this day. How many years have you been boycotting McDonald's? 20 years. Wait, now let me ask you a question. Did you taste the onions in the drive, you said two minutes later. You're like pulling out of the drive-through oh, yeah. when you ate the burger. Well, I mean, or did you wait until you, know, you got home? I, Twenty years ago, I was not driving. I was like eight, and so I took. My dad was driving. I took a bite of the burger, as you do. It's fast food, so you got to eat it while you're going fast. And it, it is not good. Wow, kids, that's going to be hard to beat. But do you, any kids in here? Do you guys have a promise that anyone made to you that they didn't keep? Well, yeah, I, I do, Tyler. There was this one time before church that I was feeling kind of down, and so my dad told me, hey, uh, to make you feel better, I'll take you to Chick-fil-A after church. And I said, you promise, Dad? And he said, yeah, sure. Then after church, he drove me to Chick-fil-A, pulled into the parking lot, and there was nobody there. And he said, ha, 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 I tricked you. Chick-fil-A's closed on Sunday. That's rough. What a tough dad. We need to pray for your dad. I'm very sorry that happened. K- kids, um, I had another question for you. What do you think the greatest promise ever would be? Well, if my dad promised to take me for ice cream later, that'd be cool. Yeah, or if my mom promised we're going to go to the beach next summer. Uh, or if my friend Lily promised to let me borrow her 
Or my friend Mark who said I could have his milk for lunch today. Or if my baby brother promised to stop biting me. Or when my parents said they were going to feed us imitation crab for dinner. Or if my cat promised to be a dog. Those are, wow, those are really amazing promises. How'd that last one work? How does a cat <laughs> promise that? I don't know. That's... But I would, I would love all cats to turn into dogs personally. So I agree with you there, kid. Um, now, today we're going to look at, honestly, promises that are even better than those kids. We're going to look at the most important promise ever, um, when God promised to fix the world. Now, God makes the promise in Genesis chapter 12, and we're going to read it in a second. And once he makes this promise, by the way, the rest of the Bible just can't stop talking about it. But before we read the, the promise I just want to do a quick review. Um, Trevor, do you remember what comes before Genesis chapter 12? Uh, Yeah, I think it's Genesis chapter 13. (sighs) No, it's Genesis chapters 1 through 11, um, which were very important chapters. And if you remember, kids, from the first six episodes, basically God creates the world. uh, He said it was good. He made people in his image, and we're supposed to be the leaders of the world for him. But then... When we get down to the business of leading, we just don't do a very good job. We are deceived and destroyed by sin. Now, kids, uh, do you remember some of the bad things that happen after that? Well, first Adam and Eve eat the fruit and get kicked out of the garden. And they're like, can't get any worse than this. Yeah, but then their son, Cain, kills his brother Abel. And they're like, can't get any worse than this. Yeah, but then the whole world turns wicked, except for Noah. And they're like... Definitely can't get any worse than this. But then Noah's descendants build a tower to put them on God's level so he confuses their languages and scatters them. Super bad. Right, kids. That's right. It it looks like God's good creation is ruined because sin ruins everything. But the good news is that God's love is bigger than sin. He has a plan. And in Genesis 12, he picks this random guy, Abraham. And everyone knows that Abraham is from... Washington, D.C. Our president. No, it's it's not Abraham Lincoln. It's it's Abraham from the Bible. Abraham's from Ur. He's not from Washington, D.C. He's from from Ur. Um, And then God makes a covenant with Abraham, a promise, and the relationship actually gets serious super fast because God's like, hey, Abraham, I don't know if if you know me really yet, but I'm God, and I'm about to make you the greatest promise ever, 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 ever. Now, Trevor, before I read to everyone this promise, what do you think it'll be? That uh, the Reds franchise will never be that good ever again. Um, I don't think we need a miraculous act of God for that to happen. That's just happening. Oh, I, th- I just I thought that was what we were what was happening because of okay okay so they're doing it on their own, not because of God. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, actually, God's promise uh, was, well, let me just read it to you, kids. Genesis 12, verse 2. God says, Abraham, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So, does, does Abraham have, like, really bad allergies? Why does he keep getting blessed? 
that's a great question. I think blessed actually means something like God's going to honor you or or show special love, attention, and care to you. It's not like like it's okay. Gotcha. So so basically, God tells Abraham he's going to have a baby, and then that baby's going to grow up, and they're going to have a baby, and then those babies are going to grow up, and they're going to have a baby, and so on and so on for like hundreds of years, and eventually his family's going to go and bless the whole earth. And fix the problems caused by sin? Exactly, exactly. Now, even though God is the one who made this promise, it was actually really hard for Abraham and his wife, Sarah, to believe it. Um, did you know that Sarah actually laughed once after God made this promise? She, she was like, ah, I don't believe you, God. And, and, and do you know why? It's because Abraham and Sarah were super old, like way too old like to 41. have kids. No. Even older than that. Okay, so let me ask you this, Trev. I th- I think old people are really cool. Um, what like what's the coolest thing you've ever seen an old person do? So my grandpa, he would every time a family member would come join us, he would watch an episode of Jeopardy. But he recorded it and he would rewatch it. So when another family member like the next day would come back, he would rewatch it. So he looked like he'd really smart. <laughs> he did that every all the time. I love your grandpa, kids. That's gonna be tough to beat. But what about you? What are the coolest things you've ever seen an old person do? Well, my grandpa can take a nap with his eyes open. And my grandma makes the best Christmas cookies ever. Once my grandpa took his teeth out, and when I tried, I couldn't do it. My Grammy makes food good for us even after the expiration date. My Mimu has a phone with a cord on it. My Nana says weird words like VCR. My popo says that the internet used to not be a thing. Wow, that's that's amazing, kids. Here's something else super cool. Did you know the oldest woman recorded to have a baby was almost 67 years old? And she had twins, twins. Now, guess how old Abraham was, though, when God made this promise to him in Genesis 12? He was 75 years old. And then God waited 25 years to fulfill the promise. So Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90 years old when their son was finally born. And guess what they named him? Isaac, which actually means something like giggles or laughter because they thought it was so hilarious that somehow they had had a baby. Now, I know you're probably wondering how Abraham's family is gonna eventually save the world. Well, Abraham didn't know this. No one will find this out for about 2,000 years. But one day, Jesus is going to come from Abraham's family. In fact, the very first book in the New Testament is Matthew. It's a story about Jesus' birth and Jesus' life. And do you know how this epic story starts? With a family tree. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 says, This is the record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah. He's a descendant of David and a descendant of Abraham. Very first verse. Now, after that, um, Matthew actually lays out Jesus' family tree. He starts with Abraham and he traces the family tree all the way to Jesus. And this is exactly what God promised when he told Abraham, I'm gonna make your family into a great nation. It was because Jesus was gonna be like the great, 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 great times like a hundred grandson of Abraham. And through Jesus, all the families of the earth would be blessed. Now, when you read the Bible stories between Abraham and Jesus, which is basically the Old Testament, um, one of the cool things you see is how uh, 
how determined God is to keep this promise because God never breaks his promises. Like if God makes us a promise, you can count on it no matter what. But God doesn't work on our schedule. So sometimes we have to be patient. Trevor, I got a question for you. Have you ever had to be really patient and wait for something you really, really wanted? Oh, yes. Just the other day I was at my mom's house and I really wanted some chicken nuggets. Uh, and so I got them out of the fridge um, and she said that I need to put them in the microwave. And I was, I was really hungry though. So I tried them frozen. Um, they don't taste very good frozen. Um, I could have told you that. Unless, of course, you have Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce redeems many sins. Now, uh, sometimes God's timing isn't as fast as we would want either. Uh, Abraham and Sarah had to wait until they were super old to have a son. And then it was like 2,000 years before Jesus was born. That's a long time, which shows us that God always keeps his promise, but he doesn't always work on our schedule. He works on his schedule. And that means that a lot of times we have to be patient and trust that God's way is the best way and his timing is the best timing too. In fact, God promises us some really awesome things. God promises to be with us every day, our whole entire life as we follow Jesus. God promises to work anything bad that happens to us for good if we trust in Jesus. God promises to grow us from kids into wise adults who are full of his love through Jesus. God promises to provide for us everything we need if we depend on Jesus. God even promises that one day Jesus will come back and make sin disappear forever. But all those promises take time, and all of those promises are found in Jesus. So we have to be patient and trust in Jesus. But if we do, Jesus always comes through. Now, on that awesome note, Trev, you think you got an awesome song for us today? You know what? I promise you we've got a good song today. Well played. You got 30 seconds. Let me review with the kids real quick. Kids, thanks for listening. Here's your homework. First, your key truth today, remember, is covenant. Covenant is a promise from God you can count on no matter what. Second, your memory verse today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, and it's about the promises we find in Jesus. This is what the verse says. It says, in Jesus, every one of God's promises is a yes. What a great verse. Uh, now, next, your prayer assignment's really special. After our song, uh, I want you and your parents to pray for each other. First, I want your parents to pray for you. I want them to pray that you would be a follower of Jesus and God would bring blessing on your life, just like you promised. Then I want you to return the favor and pray for your parents. I want you to pray that they would follow Jesus too and that God would bless them. Last, it's a new week, which means, Trev, we've got a new secret phrase. What's our first word? The first word for this secret phrase is you. You it is. All right, let's hear the song. Well, God came in with a pinky promise. It's a pinky promise that God won't break. It's a covenant, you see, not given when you sneeze. It's a blessing that he gave to a man, if you please. It was Abraham, you hear, you know, the guy with many sons. Many nations came from him, and in that you can trust. You can count on it if it comes from the Lord, because we know that God's going to keep his word. So in other words, a covenant's a promise and a blessing, and the truth from God that'll never keep you guessing. And you can count on it if it comes from the Lord, because we know that God's going to keep his word. So in other words, a covenant's a promise and a blessing and the truth from God that will never keep you guessing.
that's going to do it for us for the preacher and the piano man. Again, this is your time right now, parents and kiddos. You guys are going to go ahead and pray for each other. Kids, you're going to pray for your parents that they would go ahead and follow Jesus their whole life and that God would bless them like they promised. And then parents, you're going to pray for your kiddos that the same thing, that they would follow Jesus and that uh, God would bless them just like he promised. We love you guys. We'll see you next time.